What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on Sirius XM Triumph, Channel 132. Black China was granted a restraining order against ex-fiancee Rob Kardashian. I'd like to thank the judge for granting me this restraining order to protect me, and I'm just going to get back to co-parenting dreams. Rob has been ordered to stay away from China and is not allowed to post any photos of her on social media. It was like a huge weight was lifted off of her shoulders. She's not trying to start a war. Abuse? Beatings? Punching a mom in front of her little boy? Threatening gun violence? Revenge porn? What? You know, I'm talking about Rob Kardashian and girlfriend Black China, who was just photographed all smiles after being granted a restraining order after her claims Rob Kardashian punches her in front of her little boy and threatens to kill himself with a gun. Black China, a celebrity in her own right, appears in court early in the morning with her lawyer and was given a TRO against Rob Kardashian. Kardashian has joint custody of their child, a little girl named Dream, who was with her father at the time of the hearing. Now, the woman at issue, Black China, claims in an interview that Rob Kardashian physically abused her in April of this year, but she is just coming forward now. Why? She also claims in court papers filed that she is, quote, terrified of Kardashian. Hold on. It's also reported in December, Black China choked Kardashian with a phone cord and destroyed $35,000 worth of property in his home. What in the hay is going on? With me to sort it all out, a friend and colleague from DailyMail.com, Sean Waltz. Sean, help me. Help me understand this. If she is afraid of Rob Kardashian, and you know, I always, always sigh with the victim. 
I know Rob Kardashian, or at least think I do, because we did Dancing with the Stars together. I never saw a mean bone in his body. But I'm on the outside looking in. But if she's afraid of him, didn't she send him taunting photos of herself in their bed wearing jewelry that he purportedly had given her while she's making out with another guy? Nancy, it's nice to be with you. And yes, uh, she did. What happened was... Don't try to butter me up with niceties, okay? (laughs) Just tell me. What's a, these are very serious allegations. Very serious allegations. And I mean, you can see that they have been taken very seriously. In fact, when his attorney who appeared for him today, the famous Robert Shapiro, was in court, he even apologized for Mr. Kardashian and said that he wanted to put this matter behind him and move forward for the sake of their child. But there was a lot of drama leading up to this moment, Nancy. Wait, who apologized to who? Robert Shapiro. You know Robert Shapiro very well, Nancy, from the O.J. Simpson case. Yes, I do. Um, Yes, I do. He was uh, appearing in court for Robert Kardashian, and um, he said that um, he agreed to stipulate to the terms of the restraining order, but he also apologized for Kardashian regarding everything that has happened that we have watched played out over the last week. Explain to me something. I didn't even understand what they were talking about the first time I heard the term, term revenge porn. And frankly, the first time I saw it was in the Daily Mail. I might, well, so, I might add that. Revenge porn is when you're in a committed relationship with someone and you and your partner will film intimate acts together or take photographs. And then upon the completion of that relationship, one partner who is in possession of those photographs or videos uses them to shame their ex. So this often happens online. So this video or photograph is used on social media to say, look, this is so-and-so, this is what they did. And so what Black China is alleging is what happened to her last week, that when Rob Kardashian believed his relationship was over, he posted intimate pictures of Black China on um, his social media account. The first account he posted it on was Instagram. Okay, hold on. Number one, ladies, please hear me. Don't let anybody take naked pictures of you, please. Man, nobody wants to see your naked pictures to start with. And I think I speak on behalf of a lot of people. But ladies, please, please don't do it. Oh, all right, let, let me, that said, that said, you know, if some guy asks you to take a picture naked, just say, you know what, just keep that snapshot in your mind and keep it a secret. That will make it even more special. Okay, nobody knows about it but you. Exactly. Whatever happened to just memories, Nancy? Just memories, distant memories for people with twins. Okay, very distant <laughs> memories. But what? Wh- why is Black China famous? What? Why is she famous? Okay. So Black China is famous because she used to date Tiger. Now Tiger. Oh, this is really getting weird. Didn't he date Kardashian's yeah, it's, sister? It's a convoluted family train. <laughs> Yes, that's correct. And she had a baby with him called Kim. And it's Kim, not Tiger. Okay, you said Tiger, Tiger, T-I-G-E-R. It's not Tiger. It's Tiger. I think it's my accent. Get with it, Sean, or you won't be with it much longer. <laughs> so they had a they had a baby together. Okay, no, wait, they broke no, up. no, she was famous before that, Sean. She had to be famous before that. She had an interesting career in entertainment, you might say. No, I don't know what that means. That could mean a lot, entertainment. What do you mean by entertainment? She was a stripper. I believe that she Whoa, used to be a stripper. Whoa, who just whispered she was a stripper? Is that you, Alan Duke, <laughs> whispering in my <laughs> ear? She's a stripper. Yeah, Is she, she was a, a stripper, stripper or no? Alan, I was trying to be polite. She was a stripper who then, let's say, transitioned into what they call urban modeling, and she was on these magazine covers, and then she started making a transition into music videos as the featured dancer in music videos. She was a double in a video for Nicki Minaj. I love and, Nicki Minaj. And the love they started, I guess you guys know I got to meet Nicki Minaj when I was uh, a so-called judge on a show, Swift Justice. And Nicki Minaj was a litigant before me, and you'll be happy to know I ruled in her favor and took a picture with her. Okay, go ahead. So she then, then Drake name-dropped her uh, in... A vit in, in a song, in a rap song. Then other people name dropped her. And hey, it, it, the rest is history. And then she met Tyga. Yeah. Okay, so after she's that, famous and... in her own right. Yes. I get it. Yeah. Now, I want to look at the, the lawyer here. Shapiro, uh, 
very well-known lawyer, very good lawyer, even killed, very even killed. Now, this is how I know Shapiro, not just from O.J. Simpson's case, but I had a program with Johnny Cochran, God rest his soul, and through Cochran, met Shapiro. Of course, I was boiling just beneath the surface because I blamed all of them about O.J. Simpson getting off. But Shapiro and Rob Kardashian's father were very good friends before Kardashian's father passed away. So that is how Kardashian is in on this. Now that we've got all that straight, the family tree, so to speak, let me understand what the allegations are, Sean. Okay, so there are a few things going on here. Um, She um, was very concerned that she was being cyberbullied. So the reason she got this temporary restraining order... She was being um, what? Cyberbullied. You know, when you talk Australian like that, I'm not sure exactly what you're saying. you got to slow it down for me a little bit, okay? okay? So she was claiming... It's like, you, you, it sounds like a British accent on crack. <laughs> I, I just... Please, <laughs> say that again. Tell me the charges. Okay, so China um, went to court to um, apply for a temporary restraining order because she was being cyberbullied by Rob Kardashian. Now, this all stemmed from the incident that occurred last week, Nancy, where Rob was on his Instagram account relaying the details of his relationship and why he had broken up with Black China. Now, when he went through that, he posted some very personal images um, of China's body parts. I don't think there was a body part he didn't post online. And then on top of that, he posted a video that Black China had sent him of her making out with another man in his bed. So she sent that to him and he posted it. And he posted it online. Now, she said the reason she did that was that their relationship had been over since uh, the end of last year, beginning of this year, and that she just wanted him out of her life. So she thought by sending him this video, he'd back off. But the opposite happened. The video sent him over the edge. He then started putting these posts up on social media. I mean, at Instagram even took the posts down and then he transferred over to his Twitter account and started making more posts there. So China said enough so is enough. So tell me what the possible outcome is. I mean, if she wants to pursue this civilly or criminally, it's going. if it's true, if it's true, it's going to be a very easy matter in proving it because if it's true, it will have come from his account. If he denies that's from his account, that can be forensically proven. Now, what would a jury do if it went that far? Of course, I don't think it is going to go that far. But if it did, how would a jury respond to her taunting him by sending him this video of her with another man wearing Kardashian's jewelry he gave her in their bed? He sends her the video and he posts it. I don't think a jury in their right mind is going to convict on that but the body parts are another thing you know i i I hear you i mean can you imagine trying to find a jewelry that doesn't have one person on there who hasn't been cheated on in a relationship yeah but posting i mean I i don't think that they would convict kardashian on that but as far as showing naked photos of her that he took while they were having a relationship that's a whole that's a whole nother can of worms right I, I believe they would convict on that, civil or criminal. And it's not going to be difficult to prove. So what's going to happen now? Is this for real or is this a publicity stunt? Is this a way to just get a civil settlement? What do you think, Sean? You know, I do think this is real and um, I do think it's very serious. And I think the fact that you have Robert Shapiro apologizing outside on behalf of his client says that both sides are taking this seriously, albeit China's taken it very seriously in that she's got two attorneys representing her. One of them. I would not accept that. If this is true, I would want to hear it from the horse's mouth. Now, I know he won't apologize publicly because it would indicate guilt, but I would want to hear him apologize. Now, that would mean something to me. But um, and, and she's got a great lawyer, uh, Lisa Bloom. That's Gloria Allred's daughter, so she learned from the best. And I worked with Lisa for a long time at Court TV. Uh, so she's representing Black China. Uh, you've got Shapiro representing Kardashian. It's hard for me to imagine they can't strike a deal in this, which will involve a lot of money. So what is Kardashian doing for a living right now? I wanted him to go to law school. 
I got a hold of him and his mother at uh, Dancing with the Stars. Eh, that didn't work out. Well, you know, um, he's a sock designer, Nancy. So he designs his own range of socks that you can buy through his social media accounts. So, I mean, he, he, this has been an ongoing storyline in the Kardashians for many years uh, that he was this sock designer and created his own socks. So he's selling socks. So I think he's going to need to sell a lot. What's he more looking at? Okay, I, I get the sock thing. I get it. What what kind of jail time are we talking about? What kind of money are we talking about? You know, that's all up in the air. I mean, I read that in California, it's uh, it's I think it's six months probation. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, for this sort of yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it's six months probation. You know, here's the other thing. How many times have we seen a sex tape? or photos like this actually relaunch or launch someone's career. Oh, um, we have seen this before. I wonder how this whole thing is going to play out. But I can tell you what concerns me the most. No woman wants to have naked photos of herself no. publicized in this manner. No, they... So if this happened, if this happened, there's a very clear-cut case on this, if it's true. Because even though we may not approve of some of the things Black China has done, i.e., I don't give a fig if she's stripped or not, but sending him videos of her with another man and his jewelry and his bed, I mean, that could push him over the edge. But that still does not justify him releasing these images. But what bothers me the most is the allegations he punched her. Oh, that is a concern to me. There is. And, you know, there's allegations on both sides, Nancy. It seems like all was not right in the house of Kardashian. Uh, China claims that on April 8th this year, Rob Kardashian beat Boy, her. Boy, that's certainly putting perfume on the pig. Yeah. All is not right in the house of Kardashian. You darn right because he accused her of choking him with a phone cord and destroying $35,000 worth of property, which he says was caught on surveillance video. Hello? Yeah, which, I mean, would all add to this. And then on top of it, she says that in April this year, he beat her in front of her four-year-old son, King Cairo, and ripped a door off its hinges as she ran to hide. So, I mean, there's allegations of violence Okay, on both you know sides. what? I've got a funny feeling this will not be solved behind closed doors, okay? <laughs> this will <laughs> not be solved behind closed doors. But the, the, the gist of it... Well, and the door was ripped from the hinges, Nancy. The takeaway in my mind is about abuse mm. within a relationship. The alleged choking with a phone cord, the alleged destruction of nearly $50,000 worth of property in the home, the allegations of punching, punching and pulling out a gun and threats, it escalates. And even though these people are famous, each in their own right, they are both famous. They both have a lot of money. The point is not that. The point is when this is happening in your relationship, you have to get out because it always escalates. It always escalates. And your children are seeing all of this. Mm. And they're thinking that's the way people live. And then they grow up and they do the same thing. And I'm saying this, Sean, after all my years prosecuting and all my years working at the Battered Women's Center as a volunteer, it's a cycle, and the children see it, and their children see it, and it goes on and on and on, and I want to stop it. It's tragic, Nancy. With me, Sean Walsh from DailyMail.com. I wake up with you every morning, Sean, on my iPad, of course. Thank you for being with us. I want to pause and thank our sponsor, our partner in today's podcast. It's Zip Recruiter. You know, in America, if you can imagine it, you can try to make it happen. That's not true everywhere in the world. And this goes double for business owners. You have an idea for a business, you can try and make it happen. Are you hiring? Do you know where to post to find the best candidates? Have you ever looked around your workplace and thought, where did they find these people? Who is this person? You can avoid that with ZipRecruiter. You post your job to 100 plus job sites in one click. 
then Zips Technology matches the right people to your job better than anybody else. And that's why ZipRecruiter is different. It doesn't depend on candidates finding you. You find them through Zip. Over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. Yeah, 24 hours. You're not juggling emails, phone calls to your office. You screen, rate, manage the candidates in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. Find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes. Find the most qualified job candidate with immediate results. And right now, post jobs at ZipRecruiter for free. Free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Nancy Grace. ZipRecruiter.com slash Nancy Grace to find your candidate. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Nancy Grace. Thank you, Zip, for making our podcast possible. Now to Oklahoma, where a 22-year-old, just a stunning all-American girl, is found shot dead at her family home in Norman, Oklahoma. What happened? Cops say her body was moved. Why? I'm not quite sure I can put all these pieces together because when the cops get there, they see her father digging in the yard with his hands. The father calls 911 and says his daughter, his 22-year-old daughter, Kelly Jo McMullen, had committed suicide. They race to the home of Ronald Ronnie McMullen, 43 years old, and he says she shot herself in the face. Joining me, special guest, colleague and friend Alexis Terezchuk from RadarOnline.com. Alexis, you know, after all the years I spent prosecuting, one of the books I really relied on was Method and Assessment of Homicide and Suicide. And it is almost statistically unheard of for a female of her age, her socioeconomic status, to A, commit suicide by shooting, specifically, even less likely, commit suicide by shooting in the face. Okay, so something isn't right here. Her body was lying in the entryway of the home, and it looked as if blood had been wiped up in the kitchen. Okay, we're just scratching the surface here. Alexis Terezchuk, weigh in. So, what the police say that as soon as they got to this house, they thought that her dad, that Kaylee's dad, Ronald, was suspicious. They said he was covered in blood, but the thing was... Well, wait, though. Alexis, hold on. Before we go any further, listen to this 911 call where Ronald McMullen tells police his daughter has shot herself in the face. Listen. Your name and phone number? Ronnie McMullen. Um... Okay, what's the problem there? My daughter is shot. Your daughter was shot? Yes, just just come to this address, sir, please. Sir, do not hang up. Did she do it to herself? Yes. 20, okay. Is there any way she can still be alive? I don't know. Thank you. I don't know what to do. I'm, okay, sir, I'm trying to help you. Try and stay do. calm, okay? Just Where, come here. Sir, they are on the way. You talking to me is not slowing them down, okay? Okay. Okay, where is she shot at? In the face. How old is she? 22. Okay. Can you see her breathing at all? No. Okay. Is she cold or changing color? Do you know? I don't know. Okay. I just don't know. Okay. Are you are you able to go to her to find out if she's breathing? Yes. Okay. Let me know when you are by her. Oh. 
I'm liar. Okay. Do you see or feel any breathing? She's not breathing. Okay. Do you know, did you hear a shot? Yes. Okay, so this just happened? Yes. Okay. Do you want us to try CPR? I guess, yeah. Okay. Is she flat on the ground? Yes. Okay. Again, there is help on the way to, to help you, okay? Okay. I want you to lay her flat on her back, on the ground. She's on her back. Okay. Again, I, I moved her from where she was into the living room. Okay. I want you to place your hand on her forehead, your other hand under, yes. your other hand under her neck, and tilt the, help, the head back. Okay. Put your ear next to her mouth. Can you feel or hear any breathing? She's gone. I'm telling you, she's gone. Okay. She's not breathing. Okay, so you don't think we should try CPR? I don't know. I'm pushing on her chest. I'm just telling you, she's gone. Okay. Do you know how to do CPR? Kind of. I just, I don't know what to do. Okay. Again, they are on the way to help you, okay? I don't know what to do. I think she's gone. What, what, do you know what kind of gun it was, sir? It's a pistol. Do you know a caliber? Uh, 38, 357. 38 pistol. Okay. I want you to pump her chest hard and fast at least twice per second, two inches deep. Okay. I'm doing it. Okay. Let the chest come all the way up between pumps. You're going to do this 100 yes. times or until the fire department's there to take over for you, okay? Okay. Are you able to get that meal there? Are you able to count out loud so I can stay aware of where you're at? Okay, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, sixty, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay, at least twice per second, okay? We need to speed up just a little bit. Okay. Hard and fast, at least twice per second and two inches deep, yes. okay? Yes. My wife's a nurse. She's, she's performing CPR. Your wife is doing CPR now? Yes. Okay. Is she is she going to be calm enough to do CPR, sir? She's doing CPR. Okay. line with me, okay? Is your, no, is your, I'm just going to get off the phone. I can hear the sirens. My wife is here. Alexis, you were telling me that they thought, now he called 911. He did not try to hide the fact that she was dead. But you, Alexis Terezchuk, are saying they immediately thought the father was suspicious. Why? Well, not only they thought that, he actually called the girl's mother before he called 911. She came over to the house and was performing CPR when he finally called 911. That could have been any amount of time. It certainly wasn't five or ten seconds. If you find your child bleeding on the floor with a gunshot wound, you're going to call 911 immediately to get help. So he, in the phone call, as, as you just heard, hangs up on the 911 operator. Most people stay on until the police arrive or the help arrives. But they said that his behavior was so suspicious. So he's, first of all, covered in blood. But strangely enough, the tank top that he was wearing, he had blood underneath the tank top. So they think that he actually changed his shirt, which raised a lot of red flags for them, too. And then 
He started doing this bizarre... Yeah, why are you doing a wardrobe change when your child is dead? Exactly. And he was trying to, to wipe the blood off of his hands so many times. The police kept saying, stop wiping it off, stop wiping it off. They actually had... They told him five times to stop. And they had to restrain him physically because he was disturbing evidence. Literally on his body physically, he was trying to hide evidence as the cops were standing there. As they try to take pictures of the blood-drenched father, he tries to wipe the blood off of himself with a towel, as Alexis Tereszczuk is saying, even though cops insist that he stopped. They snatch the towel away from McMullen, and then he tries to use his bare hands to get rid of the blood until he was physically restrained. Then it gets even more bizarre. What can you tell me about him going outside to the lawn and lies down in the dirt? He does. He goes outside. He starts digging the dirt. He starts covering his own body up with dirt. And then he is scraping his feet, his blood-covered feet, on a cement entranceway. The, the strangest thing, his child is lying dead on the floor, and he is digging in the dirt, trying to cover himself up. Almost trying to... Is he trying to cover up evidence? Yep. Exactly. They told officers, okay, hold on. The, there's an affidavit that said Kelly, Kelly Joe, had been living at home on and off just till her death, but had a very unhappy relationship with her father. They told officers that in April, McMullen had slapped her until her mother pulled a gun on him to make him stop. He should have gone to jail right then. Now, what more are we learning? The police have said that her friends told them that her father molested her and that this was this deep secret that she had hidden and that this was this horrible relationship she had with him. Do you think the mother knew? I do believe that her mother knew. Otherwise, I think so, too, because two of her friends state the molestation occurred when she was younger at that the school and the Department of Human Services records allegedly show that there was an investigation that no charges were ever filed. Now, if there's an investigation that he had allegedly been molesting her, wouldn't you think the mother would know? A hundred percent. I do think. And I also think that when the mother pulled the gun on the father, that, that wasn't the first time that, that there had been a problem. This was a serious threat, and she was really taking some serious steps to protect her child. Well, did she ever leave the father? Did she ever report him to police and go forward with a police investigation and charges? I'm just asking. As far as I know right now, no. As far as I know right now, no. So the, the girl stays in the home. You know what's heartbreaking to me? Um. There's a picture of Kaylee at her high school graduation. And I'm looking at it. On one side is the mom and one side is the dad now charged with her murder. They're all three smiling like they don't have a care in the world. And if what the friends say are true, then they're all acting like nothing ever happened. Like the molestation never happened. How can that be? And even this year on Father's Day, the mother wrote that he was a great father. But Father's Day is in June, and the attack happened in April when she pulled a gun on him. So this is maybe a, maybe this mom is just as abused as her daughter, and she needs some help, too. Well, that may be true. That may be true. I don't know anything about that. But I do know that according to reports that there was a child protection department of human services investigation that took place and no charges were ever filed the affidavit claims and the child stayed in the home the mother kept the child in the home with the alleged molester and continued on as if nothing ever happened. I got a problem with that. And now the child is dead. Now, of course, the mother is not the one that is charged with pulling the trigger. 
and she has got to be devastated. But I'm trying to figure out why the child was kept in the home with the man that molested her. I don't understand that. There are other pictures um, of them. There's one where it looks like she's in a cheerleading outfit or, or some sport event, and she's holding flowers, and the mom is smiling, and the dad has one like a little goatee. I guess he was going through that phase. And they're standing there, and they all look happy together. And... I'm just having a hard time. You know you know what, Alexis? One in four is the last statistic I recall. Women have been sexually molested in some way. So look around. One in four women have gone through that and endured that. And I'm looking at these happy family photos. And they were anything but Alexis anything but and she escaped for lack of a better word she went out of state for college she went all the way to louisiana for college she went to a bible school um and didn't finish up there but came home she had a job this is a girl who was beloved but she was a go-getter she actually had two jobs and she was somebody who had her whole life ahead of her but her, she told her friends about the trouble that she had in her life. She told them about her dad, and they told the police, which I think is very interesting that the mom didn't tell the police. The reports are saying that it was the friends that alerted police to the history of abuse. And nobody helped her. I can't help her now. All we can do is continue trying in our own way to fight crime. And in our own way, shining a light on crime. And I'm trying to imagine what this girl went through, having been allegedly molested by her own dad and still living in the home with him every day like nothing ever happened. And now she's dead. Alexis Therese Chuck from RadarOnline.com you know, we've covered so many cases together. I just pray that somehow we can make a difference, Alexis. I think it is amazing what you are doing. I mean, you continue to fight for all of these people that people wouldn't know about. They would never know about this girl. And they would miss one case might help them tell somebody. Well, Alexis, you know, you have that beautiful baby boy now. And that changes everything. I thought I knew it all until I had the children. And now when I think about how delicate and fragile and beautiful they are, for them to suffer like this girl, Kelly Joe has suffered, I, I can hardly think about it. But what we can do is arm people with knowledge. If you know about a home environment like this, or you suspect, speak out you never know when you may save someone's life. Alexis, thank you for being with us. How many times when nobody's looking do you grab the orange juice or the apple juice or the grapefruit juice or the milk jug and just throw it back and drink it? Although you tell your children, don't do that. It's disgusting. A little boy, a little boy, three years old has been beaten dead, beaten to death with a rod because he was caught drinking from a milk jug? What? Joining me right now is an outspoken and tireless child advocate, Ashley Wolcott, joining me out of Atlanta. Ashley, I'm talking about little Xavier Satchel, three years old, just died in a hospital in Orlando Friday. The little boy was living with mom, Brandy, Brandy Mokrazel, and her friend, Lakeisha Lewis. Okay. The mother, her mother, Brandy's mother was home taking care of the baby, 58-year-old Colleen Barton. She also lived in the apartment with the two women and Xavier, three-year-old Xavier, Barton and Lewis, 
This is the friend and the mother. This child's grandmother allegedly beats the three-year-old with a rod. After they catch him drinking milk from a jug, they threw him down a hallway, threw cold water in his face to try to revive him. Then the daughter, Brandy, runs to a neighbor's apartment, calls police. As the girlfriend's mother, oh, it's the girlfriend's mother, threatened to end her if she told police, forget about those three. Police find the little boy lying on his back, barely breathing, with food coming out of his nose. I I don't understand this. Beating a three-year-old child dead over a milk jug? Real? I'm stunned. You know, Nancy, it is horrific on so many different levels. And the thing that really strikes me is at what point are we as a society going to stop beating children to death, which is exactly what happened in this case over something as innocent as drinking out of a milk carton. And keep in mind, this is not just mother was living with someone they she didn't know and they did this to her child. Mother was living with Lewis, who's her girlfriend, and Lewis's mother, who's Barton, and she says, hey, they've hit him before. And there was evidence, according to the police, that this boy had bruises from prior incidents. So here you have a mother who stays with her girlfriend and lives with a girlfriend and the girlfriend's mother who have done this to her child before. Why? Why, why, why would you stay and keep your your child in that situation? You know, it's the same principle, Ashley. With me, Ashley Wilcott, tireless child advocate that I, I respect a lot. I have told this to anybody that will listen. You know, all the years I tried felonies, so many of them were crimes on children. And this is going to turn your stomach, but you may already know it to be true. I don't recall a single time that I prosecuted a man for abusing a child, either sexually or physically, that the mother that would be the wife or the girlfriend, didn't side with the man. Exactly. Oh, it's, it's I will the norm. never forget one of the first times it happened to me. There was a guy, and I remember his name very well, and he ran, his name was Walter Gates, and he owned a high percentage of the livery trade in Atlanta. I mean, horse-drawn carriages and, uh, I guess, cars, you know, that drive you around. I don't know what all he owned. I started digging around. I found where he had been beating and molesting girls for about 20 years. He had never done one day, one day of jail time. And even then, 20 years into it, he was still at it, and his then-girlfriend sided with him. Mm -hmm. I think her daughters were mm, three and seven, something like that. That's when I first became aware of this phenomenon. And here we have it again. Absolutely. Of course, here you've got a woman that is romantically involved with a woman. But it's the same principle. You stay stay with these abusers at the price of their child. No, they do. You know, I serve as a judge pro tem in juvenile court, and we do see this over and over and over again. Parents choose the paramour, whoever that paramour is over the safety of their own child. So the good news from my perspective, I'm eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. So frankly, as far as I'm concerned, Barton and Lewis should have the same thing happen to them that they imposed on this this helpless child. Putting that aside, let's talk about the mother. Thankfully, in terms of the criminal system, she has been charged with child neglect because she did not remove him from this situation. But unfortunately, that's not going to carry a very big sentence. And she's out. She can get out on $2,500 bond. That's crazy when she didn't protect him knowing what they were doing to him. Ashley, 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 according to doctors, this little three-year-old boy, I almost almost feel sick to my stomach right now, Ashley. This three-year-old little boy, oh, how I wish I could take him. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, how I wish I could take this little boy in with me. He was covered in bruises from past beatings all over his body, 
all over his body, Ashley. So the mother, while she may have run and gotten help this time, there were many other times where this child had endured beatings at the hand of her girlfriend and mother, according to police. I mean, common sense is she's been in the home for X period of time. The child's covered in bruises. Who has she been living with? Mm-hmm. And the investigators indicate that she actually said, oh, yes, I've seen them hit him before. The mother said that. Mother knew. No doubt. No question. And here she is out on a $2,500 bond because, and I and let me rephrase, I'm not certain she has posted bond, but her bond amount is $2,500. That's nothing. $2,500 when you know you've seen this happen and you don't protect. One with child neglect. That's it. See, I, I think that this is child neglect, which is a felony that ended in a death, mm-hmm. which is a felony murder. I think the mom is part and parcel, kit and caboodle in this, and I think she should be charged that way. Now, there's also a four-year-old boy living with them. He has been taken away. The boy's father told the Orlando Sun Sentinel he had been trying to get full custody for years that he had dated Brandy Marcazel for four years. They broke up when Xavier was one, and he had always wanted to get the boy, and they gave the boy to this mom. I'm, I'm just disgusted. I'm just disgusted. And why is she charged with child neglect when the baby's yeah, dead? Agreed. I completely agree. It's such a minimal charge at this point in time against this mother. Now, the other part, Nancy, and I'm sure you you know this and may be getting to this, but the the investigation so far reveals that also Barton who's the the great you know the mother of the girlfriend Barton the 58 year old who's been charged with first degree murder that in 2002 she actually used a plastic golf club to hit a different boy not her child to discipline him and left welts and marks all over him so she has it is history. this the mom or the girlfriend no this is the girlfriend's mother who's also been charged in this case. Oh. The girlfriend's mother, she actually was convicted. People describe Xavier as, quote, a ball of sunshine. You know, if they thought so much of them, of this child, why didn't they do something about it? You know people had to know. People had to know about this, and they did nothing. We're talking about a three-year-old boy, Xavier Satchel, brutally beaten, brutally beaten at a Pine Hills apartment in Orlando, it leaves the boy dead. Records detailing all the abuse have just been released, and we have gotten our mitts on it, and they reveal prior mistreatment. This little boy faced. You know, Ashley, I think about it. When I was growing up, no matter what was happening, if I called out for my mom, she was there, or my dad. They were the ones there taking care of me. They were the ones when I was sick. They were the ones watching over me. Where was his mother? Where was she? And I think she let this happen. She did. And I think in all of these cases, the ongoing struggle to ever understand, and I will never understand, is that is a parent's job to protect their children and to bulldog protect their children from anything and everything. And repeatedly, we see things like this mother, not at all, not only not protecting, but in my opinion, being complicit because they know what's happening and they allow it to happen. I don't get it. I don't understand how a parent doesn't protect their own child, but this is a great example of a parent failing on all levels. The little boy, when the beating started, Ashley began to shake like he was having a seizure of some sort. When police arrive, they find him lying on his back with food coming out of his nose. Mm -hmm. So obviously, he may have died. He dies from blunt force trauma. Three women have been arrested. One is the mother. And what about the four-year-old brother, one year older? He was there. He'll have this on him, probably feeling survivor's guilt feeling like it was his fault my brother died i was there why didn't i protect him why did i live and he died what about not only that but like you already mentioned when he was having the seizure and later had food coming out of his nose no one there called 911 
they instead threw water on his face to try to revive him. Are you kidding me? Clearly, he's he's not well. He's dying. And that was what they And did. they had a phone. They had a phone in the home. They all had cell phones. In fact, they tried to stop the mother from calling 911 to start with. So the point is, not only did they do it, they didn't want to get caught. It was more important to them not to get caught than it was to try to save the little boy's life. Out to Alan Duke. Alan, what more do you know about Xavier? Nancy, don't ask me to talk on this one. I'm, I'm Normally, you're the one in tears. Today, I am because I have a four-year-old granddaughter who, like this kid, loves Peppa Pig. I have to pretend like I'm Daddy Pig. And I can only imagine what this child's life was like and pray that my grandchildren never feel that. I remember my children at three years old. Tiny, tiny, tiny. You know what? These two are in jail tonight on a one-way trip to H-E-double-L, first class, C-O-D, Satan. You can keep them. I want to thank you so much for being with us at my new home, Sirius XM. Nancy Grace, signing off. Goodbye, friend. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, You can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.